Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. Today on the podcast, we begin our discussion of the 1998 film Pleasantville, uh, starring Tobey Maguire, Reese Witherspoon, Joan Allen, Jeff Daniels, William H. Macy, um, all of your favorite 90s stars represented. Uh, and um, we, our special guest this month is Tyner Rushing. So this will be our first episode about Pleasantville. Uh, it is a Lady Bits episode, so it's a little, uh, just a little taste, little tease for what's coming up next week uh, when we release the full-length episode where we will discuss the entire film. So here you go. Here's a little taste of uh, our discussion on Pleasantville. Let's get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Um, so besides the sex, there's a lot of other things we kind of touched on this. Uh, the books. books were empty before. Yeah. Um, and now, uh, in one scene, Reese Witherspoon bega- had begun explaining a book. They had a book that had nothing in it. it she was, begins uh, explaining Huck Finn. Huck Finn. And then suddenly the words begin for- filling yeah. in and people are rushing to the library to read all these books yeah. that are now appearing. Yeah. So it's like sex and i think the three big things are knowledge. sex knowledge and art and in mm-hmm. the art, art pieces with bill right that's the character's name right yeah yeah the right. guy who runs the soda shop bill. yeah his evolution as a character is just I so lo- interesting yeah. Yeah. oh yeah for sure yeah. I, lo- I love when bud brings him the art book that's recently been fil- filled in and he just he like his reactions and then he starts it's so to paint. it's such a beautiful and truthful moment yeah. right there like yeah. the first time someone sees art that can like really move them mm-hmm. and like i remember that feeling for myself like sitting in a museum and just like having to sit down and cry because i was just like very moved by what was going on and i like i resonated with that scene so much yeah. like someone who like wanted to create and then saw something that like moved me yeah and i think that's a really poignant moment especially for a man who's like in his 40s in this yeah 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 and it was interesting before that he he um he has his own idea of making art like he realizes like what makes me most happy is doing the windows and i look forward to that every year the christmas window display so it's like he like gets his own agenda right yeah the first time yeah Yeah. he finds something that matters to him yeah and but it was in his character too the whole time and that's Mm -hmm. what i thought was really beautiful was that there were these little things that were put into their characters Mm -hmm. like I mean, because even I don't want to go too much into it, but the mom and Bill. Yeah. Um, like we see them we in an earlier scene, yeah. you know, like make eye contact for a long time before mm-hmm. much has really changed. Like and really we know time. that they have some sort of connection. Yeah. And then later on, we find out that they do. And I like that that was sort of already built into their mm-hmm. original characters. Yeah. Like they already had a connection. He already liked the art. And then these new things just allow them to kind of bring that yeah. to fruition. Yeah. And it, it kind of serves uh, a purpose with um, Bud or Tobey Maguire's character as well. Because Tobey Maguire, as things start to change, he's very resistant to it. Oh, yeah. um, he feels like uh, they're ruining the world. And in yeah. fact, um, you know, he gets in trouble with the TV guy. He, he shows up at right. the TV store. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? I didn't send you here to do this. You got to fix it. It's like, not your cookies. It's, it's not your. He's like, right. Right. Because, um, oh, my God. Right. Well, we'll get we. Oh, mm-hmm. no, yeah. We got to talk about that scene. So let's hold off yeah. on that for a second. Why he gets the cookies. We'll talk about that. Um, but um, no, we're not there yet. Okay. But uh, so with the with the soda shop guy, like um, I think. But like Tobey Maguire really like takes a liking to him and uh, 
for the first time, he kind of goes outside of his rules and, you know, brings him this art book. You know, we've mm-hmm, mentioned yeah. that, like, you know, uh, Bill really loves doing the art display and it seems like he's got an artist inside of him. So um, Bud brings him the book filled with art and he's seeing all these yeah, pieces of art in really color for the first time for Bud to do. Yeah. Oh God. Great scene. And he's, and I think one of the things that he said that really touched me was that he was like this color. Like he's like, I can never, um, yeah, paint these. Where like, would I find anything like that? Where would I, I find colors, colors like, like that? You know, like people don't know how lucky they are to have colors like this. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was yeah. such beautiful. Yeah. There's some really good writing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Are we going to talk? Wait, have we got where? Where are Bud we? Bud becomes really wise. He's like the wise man in town now. Yeah, After yeah, this, yeah, like yeah. he's recognized for his fire, oh, putting the out cookies. skills. Yes, this is when we can this talk about the cookies. cookies. All right, so Bud actually puts out the fire because the firemen don't know how to do it. He gets the firemen. They bring the truck. He's mm-hmm. the one who actually puts out the fire. He gets a medal. And yes. now I have no idea what this character's name is, but she's got a blonde crush. girl. Blonde girl number two has a crush on Toby and she brings him cookies. But in the Pleasantville episode that corresponds with where they are in the story, she actually made them for Whitey. Whitey. Is that really his name? I don't know. I just feel like that was the name of everyone in this movie. Okay. So (laughs) I was like, she made them for any generic person in this story. No, he's the bad guy. He's one of the bad guys. He's one of the dicks. He was, wasn't he? He He was one of the bullies. He is full on Trump. He's full on Trump. He's one Nazi salute away. Yeah. Yep. From full on Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so she makes some cookies. This is when he gets in. He's getting he gets chewed out by Don Knotts in the the TV station, the TV store. Mm-hmm. Um, couples are outside looking at a, the, 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 the double bed. Gasping. Um, shit is just going all kinds of crazy. Um, Lover's Lane is now completely in color. It's this mm-hmm. gorgeous place. Fucking in the bushes all over fucking the place. Fucking in the bushes, yeah. reading. There's fucking reading. and reading right and left. Yeah, He's telling all those stories and filling all those books. That was a plot hole for me. Like, he told all those stories to fill all of the books. Remember uh, how he starts yeah, telling the story yeah. of Huck Finn? Yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly there are like hundreds of books and everybody's yeah. going to the library. Well, we can assume he's a pretty like, big nerd. Yeah, right? he's pretty big nerd. Right, 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 right. though, I don't want to hear about Lady Chatterley's lover from my sibling. Like, that's a little too much. Well, I don't... Well, okay, this yeah. is a good point Sexy to bring in. So book. as people are changing, um, we get just a skosh of character development. I mean, this is one of my big problems with the movie is like Jennifer mm. be- starts Ugh, out a big part so of the movie problems. and then just fucking suddenly totally unimportant. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. But so the only thing they do give her in this world is that she starts reading mm-hmm. Lady Chatterley's Lover, right? Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, that's about a lesbian relationship, right? It's been a long time oh, since I've read it. I haven't it, read that one. But I'm I'm fairly, sh- I'm pretty sure it's about a married woman who starts a relationship with a woman. I But I could be wrong. It's been so long since I've read it. I read it like my sophomore year of high school because I heard it was a banned book and I was like, cool. So it's been a long time for me. So, but she starts reading that and mm-hmm. actually uh, rejects a date with, with Chip. Yep. Yeah. In order to read. To read. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she gets color that's right? when she be- mm-hmm. right yep. so everybody's yeah. starting to wonder like when am i going to be in color reese wants to know when she's going to be in color um anyway so she begins reading that um this is when so this is when we start to discover that the change for people happens um when something 
like there's some something that opens up inside like something that allows them to access maybe their true self yeah i think it's a little unclear but some really big change happens that allows them to access some part of themselves that's been buried or underutilized that develops them and so i think you put it best tyner that it develops an evolution as a yeah 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 for me it seemed like something they were scared to do like oh, that they had okay. to face a fear of okay. something they were scared to do. Like, I mean, for, for Kip, Kip, no, Skip, um, for Skip, it was sex. He was, was scared the, of it. He wasn't ready for it. He was scared yeah. of his boner. Um, yeah. Who or for Mary Sue or Jennifer or whatever the fuck her name is, Reese Witherspoon. Like she doesn't read. She's like, she's scared, scared to scared be an books. academic. Yeah. Well, she's scared to be a nerd, you know, yeah, and she's be been calling people nerds for that. that. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's definitely a fear of being yeah, seen okay. that way. And, yeah, and, and then, and for to- <gasps> Toby, Toby, that Toby McGuire, it was when he punched someone. Yeah. Standing right. up. He's like scared to not be pleasant. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. He is a very kind person and he's not the kind of person who uses his fist. He's the person who uses words and that's when it changes Cutie. for me that's what it seemed like so at least cute. was facing a fear hmm. you know I, I like I that f- i feel like it's uh, like i w- was thinking more like what nicole said like it un- unleashing a part 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 of you that you had buried Maybe be repressed mm-hmm. or buried or something yeah um so reese of course reese's character gets color mm-hmm. from reading the book and then deciding yeah. to choose there's so many problems with her Choose character. books she's over choosing books slutness. over 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 dick sluttery as little you can have both ladies. yeah you yes. can read the book and while boning go. at the same time like pop in That's your headphones true. listen to an audio book i recommend nick offerman his voice is so sexy like yes. just do it book book in front of you doggy style you've got it right oh there oh my god there you go Ugh, you're a genius right <laughs> why can't you do both exactly but this movie has a very particular feeling about reese Mm-hmm. Yeah, her character, not the person. That yes. and, and she like talks about herself in a well. Let's derogatory let's, way. Let's hold. Yeah. Let's hold on to that because she that, disappears after she becomes in color. Yeah, then she just goes away. Yeah, her for the character rest of development the movie. is one hundred percent over after she reads that book. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then just, I was so upset about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I've got some thoughts about that. All right, Me but too. but let's go back to Betty because a lot of big things happen for these characters. So yes, Bill, Betty has a lot Bill of has started painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty, after the whole masturbation thing, her face, everything, she's in color. She mm-hmm. has to wear makeup to cover like up gray the color. Ma- and makeup. she doesn't put it on herself. She's caught crying in the kitchen by, by mm-hmm. Toby McGuire, mm-hmm. who then suggests the makeup and puts it on her. So, so she can please her husband. And yeah, it was so, she doesn't want to get ostracized. It was, that was husband. another one of those moments that was just like beautiful. All those moments so at the kitchen beautiful. table were just God, like really gorgeous. great. Yeah. Like they were really well done. Yeah, him putting on the makeup on her was just uh, beautiful. It was just mm-hmm. beautiful. So she's wearing makeup to cover who she is on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point, she... Uh, I'm trying to remember how she ends up at the soda shop. I think she's walking around and she sees she that sees beautiful painting. painting that he's yeah, done. Yeah, he's done like an abstract painting on it's the It's like a windows. cubist Santa. Yeah, yes. it was very, li- yeah. <laughs> it was very like Cezanne-inspired cubism interesting But of shapes. Santa, you noticed that. It, it was, was Santa? Santa. It was Santa. It was Santa. So he was yeah. still Santa. doing, he was still doing a window display of oh, Santa, but it was a cubist style. Santa. He, he, he was, oh. 
Oh. Yeah. with the hat and he was carrying the, the gifts. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know. So that. she's walking through the streets and she sees that and she goes in mm-hmm. to the soda shop and then he's paint, paint, painting a still life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fruit. Then, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he shows her the book shows and her. then she starts to get emotional and then. Well, he's looking at a, I believe it is that a P- Pablo Picasso. Oh yeah. Something. He shows her one of the well, blue the, periods. The yeah. blue period. And the, mm-hmm. a woman is resting or he thinks sorry he thinks she's resting her head like he's like i love the way she's resting and she says no she's crying and she like recognizes that Mm -hmm. emotion in herself and she starts crying and the makeup starts running yeah Mm. and then he sees it and he he takes her off swiping Mm -hmm. her makeup off oh my god it's so beautiful what a great scene tyner what do you think i loved that okay good good. (laughs) i was afraid you were like guys it's so cheesy no i loved it i every everything between uh those characters everything those characters did in the movie i loved i adored the Mm -hmm. two of them together so much which i got very angry at the end we'll get there oh um but I, I loved that moment of him, of her like wiping her tear away and him oh, seeing God. the little tiny bit of color through like, her face. Don't like, hide who you are inside. You're uh, be- be- beautiful. Yeah. And then is it, she stays the night there. She stays the night there. Yeah. They don't, plots, I, they don't, I don't think they do, they do they kiss at one point. curled up in the booth well, together Well, they do when kiss. I think we see them kissing and, and during some Well, but when she point. wakes up, isn't, aren't, Aren't there a bunch of paintings of her in this? Yeah, he's place? painted he's a bunch painted of paintings. He's painted a bunch of paintings and of her. And they're very vibrant colors. Like yes. the, the colors were kind of muted before. The colors are very vibrant. The whole soda shop mm-hmm. is now in color and he's in color as well. Yeah. 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 I think some sex happened in that. I that definitely shop. think some sex happened off screen. I think they were trying to keep it tasteful. I wasn't sure about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they. Have well, why why would they have needed to keep it tasteful? Maybe like, it was just maybe it was just a handy in the booth. I don't know. <laughs> Like I they already know. insinuate sex in another That's, scene, so why? Yeah, because but not with the, a mom, right? A married but mom. Guys, married moms don't. Guys, moms, moms don't have sex. No, guys. they don't. Nope. Not Babies just happen once you get married. Ninety-eight. They wouldn't have. They sex scenes weren't as explicit. explicit back Disagree. Then. It was well. No, they a were. lot of stuff yep. was mm-hmm. inferred. You know, like I think a lot of stuff was. Inferred. I don't think this. I think this. I don't. We have to check on the rating in this movie, but I assure you, it was PG-13. this was the, okay. It was PG-13. Well, okay. I think they could have done like, if they wanted to. They might. I think maybe they did shoot something and decide not to include it. But um, I mean, the '90s. This was the era of Basic Instinct. I mean, there was some well, very was graphic. Not that, mo- mo- not that mo- movie, movie, but se- there like was some very graphic sex in '90s very, movies. Very, very jarring. To go from this world to like explicit to like, like Joan Allen like and yeah. girls, Jeff Daniels humping gr- gr- girls style sex, you know, like that would have been like very. Where he's, it's hard he's to like, go from anything. Where, 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 where <laughs> sex. Like, Jeff Daniels know? is just like Adam Adam Driver's character, just like call, calling her names while like you, while you can hear you can hear the two th- 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 like face between a butt cheeks no, at this moment. No, um, me too. No, that's the, no, my favorite scene. No, just from like girl. the face and the. And the thighs slapping yeah. together, like oh, <laughs> so great. Sorry, that you show's so You guys can't perfect. see this at home, but Sarah so actually shook her head back and forth as though she were just in buried a between <laughs> two bed cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not what happens in this movie. Well, I okay. It's left up to the imagination. But I felt like the butt play was in, inferred based on how they woke <laughs> so up. So you're saying they play. did it in the butt. So you're Wait, saying it was just butt. You stuff never only. know. Did I miss something? How did they, they wake up? They were they laying w- in the booth. They were laying in the booth, but she's like laying on him. She was him. the little spoon. He was the big spoon. in the same booth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And no, that's why I felt like, yeah, 
they were a little so disheveled. Far. I've definitely felt like it was supposed to be implied. But that, also, I hate how in movies eh, pe- pe- yeah. pe- people are like disheveled but still dressed. I'm like, why would you get dressed again? You wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't get dressed but It's a PG-13 movie. They're trying no. to keep the rating. But also, he paints her nude Look, later, I ta- too. And I that's took what my children to X-Men Days of Future Past because I'm fucking stupid. It was at the drive-in, though. You know, so. That movie had a fucking F-bomb in it. Oh, really? In a PG-13 movie, there was decapitation. Yeah, you can have one. I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah, my mom took me to see Friday Night Lights. No, not Friday That's Night Lights. That's a Saturday it's Night TV. Fever. Oh. I always get confused. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, she took me to see that yeah. when I was like maybe 15. My sister was like maybe 13. And like, it opens with like tits in like a in a strip oh. club. It's oh, like I don't the, remember that. Like the opening shot is like a go-go dancer topless like dancing. And my mom was like, oh my God, what have I done? And like there's okay, a I gang can, rape scene. I can one, I can one up you. I can one, I can one up you. She apologized after. Have I just told this story on the show before? I don't know. How my mom uh, rented Clockwork Orange for me once. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think you okay. have. Oh my God. All right. Sorry, mom, in advance. Okay. <laughs> How old were you? How old were you? I was 10. That, I could, be, I could bear, barely watch that okay. mid-20s. My mom used to rent movies. This is when Blockbuster still existed. That's how old I am. So mom used to rent movies for us on the weekends. And we started. We went through a phase where she would rent old movies, like old movies that were like really classics, right? Mm-hmm. And one night we were at the video store and she was like, okay. I know this is a classic film and I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember it being like, you know, well, a highly regarded movie. And I know that you love films and filmmaking and let's get this movie. So she gets it. And I assume all of you guys have seen a clockwork orange. I read it. Yes. It was the most uncomfortable 15 to 20 minutes of my entire life. Oh, we made it the first 15 minutes. Well, we made it to the scene where he picks up the two girls at the at the record shop and bones them to Beethoven music, Ooh. and we we actually made it through the er- opening rape scene. Wow! And then through that, and then uh, and then my mom turned it off at, at, while he's humping the girls that he brings home from the record store, and she's like, "Never watch this movie again." <laughs> did Never. did you not with me? Not without me. Don't ever watch this movie again. Oh my god! Have you? <laughs> well, uh, it took me a couple years, but eventually a I found somebody years? at school whose parents had a copy of it on VHS, and I waited until everyone went to sleep and I watched it. Nice, like at your friend's house. Like when no, you, in my, like when you were twelve. Yeah, I would say about it was eleven. A, it was 12. a book. You right? rebellious I little devil. It. I was like, she First. told me not to watch, and I need to know what happens. It's. Oh also was Stanley Very Kubrick. Disturbing. It was Kubrick, guys. Yeah, it was. I had to watch it. It is really great. No, it's fucking it is disturbing. Like, I, I so disturbing. The art direction is incredible. Just incredible. In it's such a good movie. I saw it for the first time when I was in my mid-20s, and it was like really hard for to take mid-20s. I can't imagine I think being I was like in 10 high or 12. I think I was maybe like 15, 16. My mom gets really upset when I tell that story because she's like, I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not blaming you. I just think it's funny. Well, that wraps it up for today's Lady Bits. Be on the lookout this fall for this month's special guest, Tyner Rushing. Uh, She has a role in both the Amazon, uh, upcoming Amazon series. Uh, It's the second season of Tig Notaro's 
One Mississippi. So look for her on that this fall, as well as the inspectors on CBS. So uh, on the Internet, on the Apple TV, on the your regular standard TV, however you like to take in your content these days, look out for her. Uh, you can also follow her on Instagram for more on all of the great work that she is up to. So that's Tyner Rushing on Instagram. We've got a screening coming up. Uh, 80s Dating Video Remix is going to be playing at the Atlanta Shorts Fest this year. Uh, that's Atlanta Shorts Fest. Um, it's going to be at Synchronicity Theater. Uh, our, our block is the Bring Me Home Local Shorts block, which is going to be at 9.20 p.m. on Friday, July 7th. So that's coming up this Friday. So if you would like to come out and check out not just uh, our short, uh, but also a bunch of other great local Atlanta shorts, you can find tickets and more information at atlantashortsfest.com. Speaking of shorts, we've got a brand new Critical Crop Top short coming out. This one is written and directed by our very own Hillary R. Heath. It's called Bad Day. Uh, I am in it. Uh, Jasmine Waters, Andy Fleming, Brian Ashton Smith, uh, two ladies uh, commiserating over uh, over their respective bad days over a couple of baskets of fried food. Who hasn't been there? So check it out. It's coming out on, uh, I believe this is a Tuesday. July the 17th. Uh, it will be on our Vimeo channel. And of course, it'll be, you'll if you're following us on Facebook or Twitter or um, Instagram, there'll be, uh, you'll know, you'll know when it's out. So uh, check that out on the Critical Crop Top video, Vimeo channel. We've also got a, another live sketch show coming up. So if you saw the last one and you're like, oh my God, I really want more of that. Or if you were like, oh, I was out of town, I'm sorry. And you want to see, uh, you want to see it. Um, it's gonna, We're going to have a brand new show, uh, new cast, new sketches, new guests uh, performing with us. That's going to be Friday, August 4th and Saturday, August 5th at the Village Theater, both shows at 8 p.m. Tickets will be on sale on our website, criticalcroptop.com. Um, as of this recording, they're not up there yet, but they will be soon. So uh, be sure that, again, that you're following us on Facebook. So that's, um, well, if, if you're following Critical Crop Top on Facebook, that's at Critical Crop Top. Um, we also have a Feminine Mistake podcast uh Facebook page where um, we post uh, lots of trivia about the films that we watch and, and other things like uh, links to the bread face, the infamous bread face video from a couple episodes ago. So, um, and that's at Feminine Mistake Pod. Um, and of course, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us just as at Critical Crop Top. So, if you want to follow us on all those things, um, you're guaranteed to get some amusing content as well as information about our upcoming shows and things. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. Be sure to come back and join us next week when we will be talking about the entire film Pleasantville with our special guest, Tyna Rushing. Uh, and you, of course, can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. And uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Help us um, become more visible in the search results so that more people who are interested in podcasts like ours um, can find us. As usual, uh, we will be looking for some nervous, uh, some bad casting breakdowns to read during our nervous breakdowns segment. So if you've got one of those that really just uh, makes your stomach turn, feel free to send it to us. Uh, you can private message us on Facebook or um, you can, of course, send uh, any of that, uh, any of your thoughts, any of your bad casting breakdowns, any trivia you might have about the film that we've missed. Uh, you can send that to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. 